Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Raymond's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with T-Mac Tony McKinnon on a beautiful day. Um, you know, um, we're having a great time with our third-year students yes. here. You know, so this is kind of one of our favorite um, broadcasts, um, and, and we'll cut this up in a couple of different um, segments. But um, we're actually interviewing third-year Rama students, talking about their journey, finding out how they got here to Rama. Because you know, everyone has their own what we call Rama story. Yeah. Uh, you know, and in, you know, we come to find out that some people come to Rama even at seventeen, yeah. and some people, you know, they're a little bit older than that. You know, so it doesn't matter how old or how young you might be. You know, God's call is still there. Yeah. You know, now think about too. You know, my, my grandfather. Probably his, the, when his ministry really took off is probably when Rama started, and I believe he was 59 years of age, you know, when Rama started. It, you know, what's interesting part about it is I know some people that are 59 that are about ready to retire. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm not talking about retiring from, from, from secular jobs. I'm about retiring from the ministry, you know. But I don't believe that there is ever a time to retire. I, I believe that, that God has a call and a purpose for you all your life. You know, and maybe it's behind a pulpit, maybe it's not. It doesn't matter whether you're behind a pulpit or you're ministering one-on-one to an individual. God still has a call for your life. Amen? So, you know, we're going to go to some of our third-year students. So next up in the hot seat, tell us your name. Tell us how you got here, Johnny. Um, Hi. My name is Johnny Tapia, and I'm from uh, California. So we're about to California. California's a big state, you know. San Diego. (laughs) San Diego, Southern California. Born in L.A., raised in San Diego. So, um... My story is kind of long, but how I got here, um, so I was brought up Christian. My dad uh, didn't really give a good testimony. Um, You know, I was running the streets, all that. And um, how I heard about Rayma was through this guy named Johnny Chavarria. I had met him when I was, I think, uh, 16 years old. Um, I was on probation, and uh, I was going to the school. So I met him there. You know, it's kind of like you build that connection, right? But at the time, I wasn't uh, teachable. I was running from God. I was in gangs and all that. So fast forward uh, years, like 10 years, um, I remember being in this uh, program to help out kids that are at our risk from uh, gang violence and youth um, drug violence. And, uh, you know, I knew God had a call on my life. I just didn't know what to take. You know, I didn't really trust people. Um, so I had this call. I would always talk about it, but... I never really planned things out. I was just kind of, I'm kind of like a spur of the moment type of guy. So God had gotten my attention. Um, I got injured at work. Uh, I was going to secular college, uh, music and performance. And just stuff in my life started like just falling, right? Like breaking apart. And then that God used my teacher. She was a Christian. Uh, she's like, well, what's your plan, Johnny? And Prior to that, God had told me, Johnny, why do you have fear? Like, why do you fear, like, if you're losing your salvation? Because I didn't have everything together. We were getting evicted. My mom got sick. She got terminal uh, pulmonary fibrosis and everything. So my life is just falling, um, falling apart. And she tells me, why do you feel, why do you fear, like, if you're losing your salvation? And that, the Holy Spirit had told me that, like, five minutes, or not five minutes, but more like hours before going into class. So I'm falling behind. She tells me this, like, why do you fear, like, if you're losing your salvation? So then God, like, got my attention. So then she leads me through this conversation. Okay, Johnny, so what's your plan? And I'm, like, 28 years old, and I'm like, well, God's calling me into the ministry. So then, so, so then it's like, so aren't you supposed to be in seminary? 
And I was like, dang, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> so. <laughs> Gotta go to that dang Bible school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, for real. So, um, you know, I'm testifying, going back to that program, I'm testifying about this, um, you know, God calling me into the ministry. So I had decided to go to sign up, right? Uh, not for Rama, but for this other ministry. But it was just like just really more. It was like forty thousand dollars a semester, and I was praying to God. Well, I never heard of Rama, but the Rama grad did, right? So as I'm testifying, I'm signed up to go to this seminary, a Baptist seminary, and you know it's kind of contradicting because I believe in tongues and I speak in tongues and healing and you know, so. After I'm done sharing the testimony of God, how, how God's calling me into the ministry, he tells me, well, why don't you, you know, go to Rhema? His name was Johnny Chavarria. And then so God took me through this little journey. Um, I didn't really believe in myself, but, you know, or like my relationship with God wasn't as, you know, as strong as other people's. And so I remember um, I started asking God, okay, God, if it's your will, then provide and the next thing you know, like I get, uh, I was able to get like a thousand two hundred dollars uh, by working like four days with my sister, and uh, you know, I got another job and another job, and I had the money, right? I've never heard of Rama, never been here. I'm from California, and I didn't have anything planned. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go, God, and um, I signed up, and uh, I got accepted. And they're like, okay, I guess I'm going, right? I don't know where I'm going. I've never been here. So I just drove. I got in the car, drove. So you've never been to Broken Arrow? Huh? Never been to Broken Arrow. <laughs> and uh, they didn't have a job. They didn't have, a, um, didn't have a house. didn't have a job. And I was like, you know what, God? It doesn't matter. I'll stay in my car. As long as you're calling me to go, I'm going to go. So next thing you know, I drive. I get hosted in Texas. And then I make it over here. And um, God bless me. Um, I was able to get an apartment the same day through the help of Rama. Uh, they have like this little um, room with the rooms that are available or bulletin board. Yeah, yeah, the bulletin board. And then thank God they had like a job fair. You know, the exact same day that I got here, so I got a job that day, and that's how I made it here. Just you know, didn't know what I was doing, just trusted in God and and He provided. Yeah. Amen. So, so like I said, you, you had no clue. So did you know anything about our ministry or did you just nothing? I didn't know so, nothing. So I just, it's kind of it's just interesting because, you know, there are some people that come because, you know, they read Brother Hagen's books or, you know, things like that. Or, or you just met a Raymer graduate, yeah. you know, and, and know your God called you to the ministry and like this is where you should come. Yeah. You know, so it's just kind of an amazing story whenever you, you know, you everyone has their own story. Yeah. So what's your experience been like since you've been here? So, um. Restoration. Um, so um, a lot of people take time to heal and um, and process things, but uh, I've never been the type to just like really deal with my, you know, with my emotions or trauma. And so I have a pretty uh, traumatic. Uh, the word is traumatic. Traumatic, yeah. Yeah, yeah traumatic, traumatic uh, life experience like gangs, drugs, mm -hmm. uh, violence, all that stuff, right? And um, so being here, uh, God has used uh, all the ministers, actually, uh, just to, like, help me heal, um, correct my life. You know, um, coming from that lifestyle, I didn't really know what submission and authority was. <laughs> so to me, it's like, if, you're, if, you're telling me if you tell me what to do, I'm kind of I'm like, I'm going to buck like a, 
Michael Dean said, he, like, you know, stubborn mule. Yeah. That's how I was, and he's still working on me. But um, it has been, a, you know, restoration, healing, uh, like a family. He's uh, teaching me to trust, and also he's, uh, he's teaching me to trust in him. Um, I didn't uh, grow up with a good example. Um, don't know, like, I didn't have the luxury of uh, being raised up in the word of faith and uh, good pastors and good ministers and a good yeah. family. But through it all, God has shown me, like, you know what, Johnny, I am God, and you don't need nobody. And, of course, you need, the, you know, the body of Christ. But it's like, if you put your faith in me, then all things are possible. And I'm going to work with you even if you stutter. Because that was one of my excuses, too. Oh, well, I can't talk. And then I'm in class, and the next thing you know, one of the instructors are like, you know what, that's God's mouth. And then I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to trust you and put my tr faith in you, and you're going to do whatever you got to do through me. And so obviously, you know, you seem more confident. I mean, you're, you're talking here on, on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I know, you know, maybe your upbringing wasn't the best in the world, but you know what? You can minister to some people that I'll never be able to minister to because you understand what they're going through, and you understand where they're at. You understand their mindset, you know. And, and but you know, God can can use you know your testimony to, to help minister to people that Tony and I might can never minister to. You know, Tony can minister to, to cows, but I don't know anything about cows. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know, and and so um. You know, were, were you you know you felt well. My upbringing was was a, a a hindrance, but you know what? It doesn't matter. God can use you to minister to to a people that that you know. Like I said, they'll never maybe darken the door of a church, but but you understand where they're at, and you know maybe you know even if you're at your job and someone walks in with that background, and, and you know you just know, and, and you know how to how to deal with them, you know how to talk with them. You know, and sometimes you don't talk with them the same way you talk to somebody on, from a pulpit and things like that. Anything else you want to say about, to somebody who may be considering coming to Rama? Um. Just do it. You know, uh, partner up with God. Um, the Word of God says that we're co-labors with, um, with Him, right? So if you have faith in God and He has any hint of you uh, coming to Rama to a Bible college, I said par partner up with him. Um, put your faith in him and take the next step. Okay, God, provide. And he is faithful. And that's all it takes. He'll make a way out of no way. Amen. Amen. So what's next for you, man? Fourth year. Fourth year. <laughs> I'm doing uh, biblical studies. Actually, uh, God encouraged me to be here like five to six years. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a lot of work Some to of do. us, it takes longer. <laughs> 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 well, I, obviously, too, you know, some some people came from a background where, where they've been in a Word of Faith church all their life. I mean, yeah. you know, God's still working on you. God's still, yes, sir, you know, yeah. teaching you. And, you know, the main thing is, you know, you need to be, you need to have everything you need before you go out. But you can still minister while you're right here. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know, even when you're working a secular job, even when, you know, people, like I said, you're going to come across people that you can you can just tell that they, they had your same upbringing. I mean, you know, you know, you don't you don't even have to. You know, you can look at them and you know. Mm -hmm. Now, I might not know because, you know, I, I didn't have that kind of upbringing, so I, I, don't, I don't know. But, but you do, you know, because I, I know people that um, have come through, you know, drugs and alcohol and things like that. And they can tell that people are struggling just by looking at them, you know, where I might not. Mm -hmm. I, I got no clue because I'm an idiot, you know, when it comes to, comes to that. Um, 
Um, but you know what? You know, God has a plan. Amen. And, you know, and it's one step at a time. And, you know, and it's going to happen. Amen. We'll keep you here till that bread gets done, Johnny. We don't want to turn you out there too, Luke. Too soon. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Next up on the hot seat. I'm John. Uh, I'm actually from the Tulsa area, just east of Catoosa, about 20 minutes. Um, my my call to Rama was kind of kind of brief. I actually knew nothing of Rama other than Christmas lights, so that was my yeah. first. And for some of you out there that have never experienced our Christmas lights, you know we have um, three million Christmas lights here on the Rama campus, starting the day before Thanksgiving all the way through Jan- January the first, and it's an awesome experience. And a lot of people, whenever they ask, well, what church do you you pastor? I said. Well, we're the Christmas light church, anyway. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a great display every year, so I encourage you to come out. Um, but that's, that's all I knew about Rama until I, I felt the call, and I briefly asked around and found out it was a Bible college. So I, I decided, you know what, if, if this is what God wants for me in my life, then this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to apply once, and, and if it's God's will, then I'll, I'll get in. So did you grow up in a Word of Faith church? Or, or? I did not. Uh, actually, I grew up in a small town in, in Missouri, uh, a lot of Baptist churches. So Word of Faith was not even in my vocabulary before here. Mm. So, so how did you get to Oklahoma, then, if you were from Missouri originally? Well, uh, coming out of high school, of course, traveling around as a young man, and then joining in the military. Uh, spent nine, nine years active duty, got out, mm. bought a house, got divorced, <laughs> made some poor decisions, and... Uh, that's that's when God put that call in my life. So you were going through what we call transition in life then? Yeah, significantly. Um, yeah. And, and so, I mean, you know, did someone tell you about Raymond besides Christmas lights? I mean, I mean you know. No, that, that's, that's, that is all I knew. Um, when I got out, I started to uh, go to the VA for some, for some counseling. And one of the... Uh, one of the people that I spoke to from there, they had they had told me about Rama. I guess mm. they they knew a, knew somebody who who attended here or or worked here. So uh, that's, and, and Rama is a military me. friendly school for yes, some of you, you you guys go VA out there. Benefits. And, and I don't know about all the benefits. Do you want to explain some of it? Because I have no clue. <laughs> okay, uh, for for benefits, if you're a hundred percent covered, and you'll uh, look at that through your your person and your paperwork. But uh, they got Deli here, who's great with uh, VA, can walk you th- help walk you through that and, and the whole process. Uh, I am I am covered 100% through VA, and I'm getting ready to go with my fourth year as well, which will be covered. So that's that's an amazing thing. And for VA students, you also get a housing allowance uh, monthly stipend that is uh, calculated based upon, uh, I guess, the hours that you attend and, and whatnot. So it's, it's, a, it's a healthy... Uh, you can live off of it. Uh, you may not be rolling in it, but but you you can live off of it. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, because like I said, I don't know a whole lot. I, I know that they, they they call us a military friendly school, and they give us all kinds of whatever awards, you yeah. know, for for military stuff. And you know, it, it's just wonderful. I mean, you know, the government does a lot of bad things, but you know, one good thing to do is help you pay for Rama Bible Training College. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> just vote, please. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, your vote actually counts. But anyway. Yeah. That's a whole other subject. But, um, you know, so, you know, it's, it's great that, you know, that, you know, the military does have some benefits. Yes. And um, so maybe you're out there listening, you know, and maybe maybe you're a veteran. And so I, I guess you just go to the VA office or I, I don't know how that, that all works. Um, uh, there's a or is there a website you can go to. Yeah, there, there should be a website. They've been changing stuff up recently. Um, now you've got to do a, a confirmation every so months or a few months by text. Uh, but there's a, I believe it. If you if you go to your va.gov website and then start typing in your search bar, uh, GI benefits, uh, it'll it'll take you over to a secondary, give you your regional office to call, call them, start talking with an education counselor, find out what you have, and 
then get in contact with the with the Rama School and and get, you know get them helping you on that side as well so that they can get the paperwork started. Or if you have no clue, just go to rama.org, yes. uh, ask questions, and one of our student ambassadors they'll get in contact with someone here on campus that knows more about the VA stuff than Tony and I because we yeah. just teach. Yeah, we, we don't know. We, no. we don't know anything. Yeah. We're still waiting for a sign. So obviously <laughs> your, your life is going through a transition. You know, t- tell us how your life has changed since you've been here at Rama. So Rama is, a, is definitely a, a place of growth. Um, coming in, not having any background in Word of Faith. Uh, they spent the first two years, which was absolutely amazing, laying that solid foundation that uh, I highly encourage, uh, no matter what walk of life you come from, to, to get in there and get that, get that established. So obviously your testimony, like some people, I mean, you, you had no clue who Brother Hagen was. Uh, I mean, not at all. I mean, <laughs> you know, the only thing you knew about Raymond is we had nice Christmas lights. Exactly. I mean, you know, and you know what? It doesn't matter why you're here. You know, you know just get here. You know, some people are saying, well, I, I don't know. I mean, did God call me? Didn't he call me? You know what? You know, if you're thinking about it, like I said, just take that step. I mean, you know, you, 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 never, you never know. And anything else you might want to say to someone listening that, you know, maybe considering coming to Raymond or maybe they, they have no clue what they're doing in life? Uh, I'd say if, uh, if you don't have a clue or, or if you're considering, uh, do, do it. Uh, come here, get this, get this foundation established. You know, we, we need people that are out there. Uh, churches are, are great to, to go, but... Uh, as as you said earlier, Pastor Craig, uh, not many people do come to church, so you can take that message into these places of, of work and, and help reach those people and draw them back into the sheepfold. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. Next up in the hot seat. Hi, um, my name is Dylan Eborg. I'm from Dayton, Ohio. So a little bit of backstory with this. Um, as Reverend Tony knows and most of the third-year pastors group knows, my mom and I have a different tricky type of relationship. Um so when growing up, I actually grew up in a Word of Faith church that I did not know was Word of Faith because um, <laughs> I didn't pay attention. Shocker. Um, and so, but my mom knew. And so our head pastor grew, came out of Rame, actually graduated in, I believe, 89. Um, and so years go by. Um, my life goes kind of downward. Um, some traumatic stuff happens. I get wrapped up in addiction of different things, um, just fo- not following the path that God has. And then he calls me to ministry. And I said, no, um, that was not going to happen because I had no desire to be a part of the church, no desire to be a part of anything really. And so I walked away from God two weeks, just took two weeks for me to finally collapse. And um, just seeing what life was like without that guidance and that grace on me. Mm. Um, I was like, okay, God, I'm, I'm going to follow you now. And he said, okay, I want you to sign up for youth ministry at the school I was at. I was at a different Christian college. Um, and then that actually ended up becoming a more toxic thing of being told, being talked down to a lot of the time by the administration there. Um, and then years, like another year goes by and God's like, I want you to just go down to Texas with your, Texas with your family. And I said, I don't want to do that either. I don't want to be home. I don't want to be back there. Um, and certain, another situation happened where I actually had to, then I had to move down there just for some health issues. And my the whole th- time was what's my next step and i couldn't figure it out i didn't know about rama i didn't really hear about rama really i didn't even think about it too much um so my mom and my mom my sister and i planned a trip down here um from up here from texas to see my stepbrother who lives two minutes from the school actually and my mom takes that opportunity a month before we do that to go to rbtc.org put my name and contact inf- or in her contact information down to sign up for a campus visit. <laughs> and so 
what a lot of my family knows is that if I get in a car, five minutes, I'm passed out if I'm not driving. And so we get here, and it's 8 o'clock in the morning, and we pull up in the parking lot. And I said, this isn't, this isn't my brother's house. Where are we at? <laughs> she says, Rama. And I said, I don't want to be at Rama. And so being already frustrated the fact that I was tricked to come to this <laughs> where I didn't want to, um, I got out of the car huffing and puffing like a 10-year-old. And my, when my, my, my step hits the ground, immediate peace hits, a peace that only God can give. And my spirit just says, this is where I need to be. So long story short, a few years later, I keep pushing it off, um, meet my wife, who's my girlfriend at the time, and I tell her, sorry, in a year, I'm going to Rama, I'm moving to Oklahoma, I'm, I'm going to Rama. If you can't be, if you don't see yourself doing that, then I'm sorry, we can't be together. I have to follow this path that I've been called to. Um, she says she can. We get married the summer, like two months before we move. Um, get married, come here, have our first kid within three months, have our, ha- find out she's pregnant three months into the first year. Yeah, that sounds better. Um, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I caught myself. See, I'm learning. I caught myself. Um, so found out she was pregnant within three months of being my first year, have our first daughter. And then this year we had our second daughter. Um, actually a month ago, and that was an experience. Awesome. But, yeah, so that's been my journey, and it's been a huge blessing from God of just seeing his hand in our life together. Amen. So you went from being mad <laughs> showing up on campus. Yeah, five seconds. My foot, I take a step out, and I stand up, and I'm just like, no. I uh, Okay, there's peace. I'm, I'm so at peace right now. Um, and that's something I had ever had in my life was peace. Mm-hmm. I was always angry or something because i just was not i just i didn't know how to process everything because i was never taught um and just feeling the peace of just that moment when you've been standing for like 10 hours and then you just sit and you're just like ah it was that my spirit like i just felt my spirit just decompress Mm -hmm. and calm that's good so i mean talk about your raymond experience obviously and you've experienced you know you just got married end up having two kids i mean that's not the easiest thing you know you have to talk about transition in life. I mean, you know. it, it has been a process. Um, with first year, with that coming up, we had to decide to save money on a lot of things. Yeah. And there was, the last three months of school for the first year were how, am I, how are we going to pay bills? Um, yeah. She was actually let go with COVID from her job. That she, and she was, she was working a lot more because her degree is in video editing and graphic design and all this other stuff that makes a lot more money than mm. anything I would do. Um, <laughs> but she, had, she was laid off with COVID. And we were just like, I don't know how we're going to pay for anything. We had just enough money saved up to pay for bills besides school. And I came to school one day and I said, hey, I don't, I'm not going to have enough money to pay this. And they said, oh, your account's already been taken care of. And I was about $800 behind. And they said, your account's been taken care of. Wow. And I, I, I don't shed a lot of tears. And I cried in public at that. And I just, because it was just God right there. Um, second year, no financial issues at all. I actually got another job started working on there and it was a huge blessing took care of the bills um and just never was behind on anything kept tithing more and more every time and it was just an amazing experience to see that third year comes and that news hits of i'm having a second daughter and i actually found out when i was in pastor tony's class on that um and i found out but i had not told anyone at that point really and i just went and I'm like, I don't know how we're going to do this again. We have a two, a almost one and a half year old. We have me and her. We have pets that we have. I don't know how we're going to do this. And the whole time, God's just like, I got you. I've had you this long. I got you again. Yeah. And we, we have not gone without. And 
it's been just amazing to see God's hand take care of everything when I finally got on the path that he's called Amen. me to. He's faithful. Amen. Amen. What's your next step? Um, so we've been called to Ohio. Um, we, know, we know that much, but right now, um, I, we both pray about it, and we both know that right now it's just to sit and be still and have that calm and just wait for the next step to guide him, of him, of him to guide us to when we're Amen. to leave. You know, and that, that's something else, too. You know, just because you're called to someplace, you know, having the right timing as, as well. You right. know, obviously, you, you, you have a, a family, I mean, you know, and things that, to deal with yep. as well. So, you know, you know some, sometimes, um, and that's the thing, you know, even though some of you folks that are, that are even called to come to Ram, you know, there's also the right timing as well. All right, next up in the hot seat. Hello. My name's uh, Jeremy Valenzuela. I'm from western Oklahoma, a small town called Watonga. Um, I'm actually a returning student. Um, my first time coming to Rama, I was about 18 years old. Um, the summer before I came to Rama, I went to a uh, church camp called Champions for Christ, and that's uh, Billy Brim and Chip Brim. Chip, yeah. Yeah, and um, all my friends were saying, I'm going to go to this college, I'm going to go to that college. And I was like, well, I want to get this right, so I'm going to go ask the Father. And I was like, Father God, where do you want me to go? So the, like the last last day of the camp, we it's always like a Holy Ghost night. The Holy Spirit of God hit me and just said, "I want you to go to Rama and become a youth pastor." So I came to Rama the fall of 2007, yeah, 2007, and I uh, graduated in '09. And uh, after that, I became a youth pastor for about seven, eight years. Then after that, I uh, I stepped down from youth ministry and went and started helping out my local church in Watonga and did ushering and all that good jazz and helping out in the church. And then I remember one night I worked at a factory. It was the second shift, and the Spirit of God just says, Jeremy, you know, I've called you to do something better than this. You don't have to work at this place for the rest of your life. I was like, so what do you want me to do, Father? And I was like, I want you to go to Rama and do third-year pastors. So I needed to take care of some stuff. So I told the Lord, I was like, can you just give me two years, Father? And he goes, yeah, I'll give you that. So I got some stuff paid off, came back to Rama third year, pastors. And, you know, one thing, I, I'm not going to lie, there was one thing I was kind of worried about is meeting new people because I'm kind of like a shy guy. <laughs> I kind of like, I'll sit and watch people for a while before I go and talk to other people. And, man, when I came in with this third year, I didn't know any of these people. And they let me. They they uh, they welcomed me as family, and that really blessed me, you know. And uh, a lot of the uh, teachers that um, were back in oh eight oh nine weren't there, and there's a lot of new teachers now. And man, I mean, Tony, you you uh, really poured into my life. Mm. Ministerial navigation. I mean, just I mean Reggie Knowles. I mean, it's just amazing how God uh, brought me back here, and the uh, the family atmosphere of just. Everybody in my class, they're so welcoming, you know, uh, hey, how are you doing? You know, or if, if there's something wrong, uh, hey, man, you're not smiling. Is something wrong? And you could tell them, and they'll pray, for you, pray with you about it. I like the, the family atmosphere. Yeah. Um, one thing I forgot to mention, on my way back from um, church camp that day, uh, my pastor, uh, he went to Rama and um, his faith family church out of Reno. Um, he... Uh, he he took a drive through um, the campus, and it's crazy because uh, you're just driving down the road, and then when you enter th through this campus, 
you feel the peace of God. You know there's something here. And then when you leave and go back on the interstate, it's gone. But when you when you uh, walk mm. on this campus, when you uh, – it's just peace. The Holy Spirit's here. And I was like, man, this is where I need to be. Wow. Amen. You know, that's a kind of a theme that we hear a lot, you know, something about on this campus. But also the, the theme that you've brought up that a number of the students have brought up is the family. You know, a lot yeah. of times people are concerned about going to – school whether you're 18 or, or 82 doesn't matter you know i don't know anybody i mean you know or is you know what's it going to be like but it's interesting about you know everyone comes to rama i mean you know there is a family atmosphere and i i, I remember i used to be doing the um, the youth lab so you know now we have student ministries at the time it was just youth um, students and so you know i had to tell people i said you, you realize when you're actually doing real youth ministry, you're not going to have all these people going, come on, you know, yeah. you know, preach it, you know, yeah. because actual youth aren't going to be saying that kind of stuff. I, I had to really tell them, this is not what it's like in, 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 whenever you're preaching to youth. I mean, you know, you're going to be lucky if youth actually listen. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, uh, so, right. in fact, you know, one of the... One of the great things about, you know, I did youth ministry here a long time at, at Rama um, was because we have so many Rama students that were there volunteering, they would say, you know, preach and things like that. You know, I have to mom to look at them because youth, you know, they don't really care. But, you know, there is a family atmosphere at Rama. Anything you want to, you know, say? So obviously you experienced Rama a number of years ago. Now you experience, you know, you know, today. So, um, you know, so you said 08, 09. Yeah. Um, you know, can you tell about what's what's different, you know, from, from whenever you were here earlier? Man, I, to me, uh, I'm an older gentleman now. I'm 34 years old. Back then I was 18. Um, I've grown a little bit more. I've grown a lot more spirit- spiritually. It's just, man, I just feel more welcome uh-huh. this time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gained, uh, I'm not saying I, uh, when I was there 18, 19 years old, I, I didn't take it for granted by no means, but um, I've soaked up more this time around than I was when I was 18 years old, 19 years old. You know, I, I, I'm cherishing the classes more. I'm um, uh, in service, you know, exaltation. I'm just really hooking up in there. I just, I just want to encourage people because, you know, uh, I'll say a quick story. I hope my mom don't get mad at me for saying this, but uh, <laughs> my mom was a very shy person too, and she got a, a full ride to go to college. But she was so shy that when she stepped through that door, she just like, I can't do this no mm-hmm. more. I'm going to come back. And I'm a shy person, too. I just want to speak out to those shy people. This is family here. Just just think, oh, man, I don't know who I'm going to meet. No, you'll meet people. God got people divinely set in your life. He's going to bring people in your life. He's gonna, you're going to meet people here. There's people that I've met the first time I went to Rama that were friends today. Don't be afraid, oh, because you're shy. God's going to bless you with somebody. Uh Great friends, great community here. It's family. Don't, don't, don't. Uh, just get yourself out of the way and just uh, don't worry about being shy or anything like that. Amen. Well, you know, we call it the Rama family, and that's not a cliche. I yeah. mean, it's a real thing. Amen. So, what's next for you? Well, I'm. I feel led to go uh, biblical studies next year. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, next up in the hot seat. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, all that good stuff. <laughs> My name is uh, Stephen Johnson. I am uh, here from. Uh, Started out coming to Raymond from Detroit. Um, I got a little 
in my feelings. Pastor Tony said don't give all 25 chapters, but he knows, <laughs> he knows me from class. So I'm actually on my second stint of coming to Rhema. But how I initially came to Rhema, I had been to uh, uh, Southern Baptist uh, Bible School once I got a license in 84. And then I went to another Bible school. But then uh, as one of the other students talked about it, I knew it was something more other than just the basic Bible teachings. And so I had always followed uh, uh, Word of Faith, Bishop Keith Butler and Pastor Deborah. And so, because uh, I went to high school with his brother and sister, and they were my friends. So I always followed the ministry, and it was always, th- their ministry was always marked by excellence. And so I said, well, you know, I'm going to go to that school. But at the time that I was uh, transitioning from a, uh, another church, I was going through a, a mar- marital status modification. So, uh, <laughs> Good way to so, put it. <laughs> so I, I started using that term now. So, uh, so I went to, uh, but and during the process of that marital status uh, modification, uh, I literally went through hell on earth being married and and someone that didn't support ministry and all. Mm-hmm. I had even got to the point where I quit the ministry. I turned my license into my uh, pastor at the time. He took it and you know he set it on the shelf in his office. But then after about a week or two, I thought about. It. I said, well, you know, I was called to ministry before I ever met this person. Mm-hmm. I got called to ministry my last year of high school, but I ran for eight years. So anyway, uh, just uh, getting out of that situation, I eventually went to Word of Faith, and I was literally just crawled in on my hands and knees. I was, you know, even uh, during the process of marriage, I thought about you know taking my life, but like I said, that didn't happen because I just knew my true self spoke up and said no, and I knew I you know, what God had for me. Got the word of faith, uh, got restored, built up, uh, got filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit there, started serving. And I used to always hear people say about, you know, how Bishop and his wife and the, and his family came to Raymond, the, the things that they learned. And I saw how that what they learned at Raymond, they implemented in their ministry and it grew. And so, uh, so then um, I was serving there. I went there to go to Bible school. That was my initial uh, thing. But what happened person I was married to called the school up, the dean of the school, and said I was doing this and doing that, you know, spreading lies and rumors on me. So I was held out of going to the school. So I was also injured from my job. So I used to just volunteer after morning prayer. And uh, so the students would come. And then uh, Dad Hagen came that particular uh, fall and had some meetings there. So I actually had a chance to see, you know, how the ministry was. And I was like, wow. You know, that's, that's interesting. And so one of the instructors there at the school, as I was sitting in the hallway, because I was being under different attacks and stuff, so I found refuge in the church. I spent about probably eight hours a day uh, just volunteering, you know, since I couldn't, you know, get plugged into the church right away because I was a new member. And so one of the instructors was a Raymond grad, Joy Gaddis. And so I was asking, I said, what's the difference between, you know, Word of Faith and Rhema? And she just told me, she said, you should go to Rhema. And so after I witnessed... Uh, you know, like I said, the services there and followed, and eventually uh, I ended up coming. So when I got out of my uh, marital transition situation, I walked away from a house where uh, I didn't take anything. The house had like $130,000 worth of equity. I basically left with peace of mind. And so I came to Rama. Uh The vehicle that I had, it was destroyed by the person I was married to. So I, <laughs> I came down to get acquainted at that time. That's what it was called. And I would tell anybody that's seriously coming, if you don't know for sure, that would be one of the times what they call college weekend now because you actually get to go through classes. They have like a fellowship time. But the main thing that really solidified everything was me, for me when they had the, the, the prayer, uh, prayer session in the evening. 
And a lot of things, a lot of revelation God gave to me, I started writing things down. And that's kind of how I got to where I am, you know, back here after 20 years. But when I came here, everything I own, I didn't have a car. So my buddy, he was, he was getting a Jeep. He was coming down. So every time I would go with him to uh, get his paperwork checked out, the salesman would say, what are you going to do? I said, man, I just got through divorce. I tried to buy another vehicle. My credit shot. I don't have any money. And it was just like something was on him where he wasn't going to rest until he sold me a vehicle. And so the last day after my buddy picked up his car, the salesman took a, a contract. He slid it over to me. He said, fill this out. And so I filled it out, turned it in. So he came back. He threw me the keys. He said, go, you know, take the car for a test drive. I said, man, I told you I don't have any money. So I test drove the vehicle, came back. He told me, go see the finance guy. So I go see the finance man. He said, well, you need $1,000. I said, I don't have any money. So the finance person rolled the $1,000 back into the price of the vehicle for the lease. So I came to Tulsa in a brand-new Jeep, 1999 Jeep, with uh, 15, uh, it cost me $20 just to transfer the plates. So God already started providing for me. I, everything I own fit in the back of the Jeep. Came here with a guitar, a bass, a small amp, old Mac computer. I didn't have furniture. I was on workman's comp, you know, so I didn't have to work that first uh, year. So I believe God for a table to study at. I got that from We Care Center. <laughs> <laughs> then I believe for a bed, got that. Some of my neighbors were moving out. Uh, they had a tender rain, but they didn't finish. So they blessed me with their silverware set, dining room set, and they blessed me with furniture, you know, all, all in that time. So my time here in an aud audition for uh, Prayer and Healing School Band, got accepted to that. I've been serving there for four years. And then so first year I served in the school. Then the second year I knew I was always a teacher because I had been in ministry before. But the Lord told me, go to children's. I'm like, children's? So <laughs> I went to children's. But when I got in children's, I found out that the parallel between a baby in the natural and then also people spiritually growing up, the Lord taught me a lot about pastoring mm. through that. And so and, you know, I accepted that. And then they had the uh, school of worship. This was the first year of the charter class I was in that. And so I knew I wanted to work and develop on my music and the, that really just opened up a lot of things to me. So through the School of Worship, we had to, our final project, we had to write a song, do the music, and perform it. And Eugene Gregory was here. Matter of fact, that was the same year that he uh, wrote the, the uh, Alma Mater song. So I was part of all of that. And Miss Amy really helped me to understand vocal music because I like playing behind people. And But the Lord told me in that experience, he said, I want you to be a worship leader. I'm like, no, Lord, I play behind people. So fast forward, I... Uh, graduated, went back to Michigan, served at the same church, Word of Faith. And 20 years later, after uh, another marital uh, status modification, <laughs> I'm back again <laughs> because one of the mistakes I made was in between first and second year, I married somebody. They said they wanted to come to Raymond, got here, and two months after they were here, they didn't want anything to do with school. And that almost derailed me behind the other mm. situation I came out of. But the thing what the Lord uh, showed me was that scripture in Proverbs twenty four twenty seven it says, prepare your work, make it fit for yourself in the field, then build your house. See, I was putting the cart before the horse, getting married, mm -hmm. and then rearing people that was not mm -hmm. called to work alongside me. So when I came down here this time, <laughs> a similar situation, literally was with nothing, but I told the Lord, I'm just focused on whatever. Came back, serving, uh, play for the church now, so thank God for that. And I served uh, in prayer and healing school for four years. So that under uh, uh, Jim Hockett and Leanne. So 
in the band there and just learning from them. So it's just been a great experience. I just tell anybody that uh, wants to come here, like other students have said, you know, the love and the acceptance. I even served in the audio department, too, right away as soon as I came. I told them I had some experience in audio. They plugged me right in. So it's just it's been a great experience. Amen. Well, praise God. Next up in the hot seat. Ms. Spencer Burskins, uh, I am a third-year pastor's, and I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, His sister came, and she's a better student. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's her. Shout out to Alexis. Wow, thank you. I was going to mention <laughs> gotta, her. In a I got to get my digs in, see. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my story, basically how I came to Rama was my pastor, Bishop Steve Halp, is a Rama grad and along with his son. And um, I knew how to call into the ministry, but I was like, yeah, there's, I'm not going to Rama. Uh, God has something different for me. I'm going to take a different step. I originally wanted to play baseball, and it was going to be like a, you know, play baseball for a bit and then, you know, go into the ministry. And uh, after a while of uh, doing transitions from both sports, and then I moved into a different transition of uh, theatrical performance. Um, I was still doing stuff in there. My mom's like, hey, you're going down to Rayma Bible Training Center just for the college weekend. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I was like, that's ridiculous. There's no way I can do that. I don't have time. I have a lot of rehearsals going on. I have so much stuff going on right now. There's no way I can do it. She's like, you're going. Okay, okay, I guess I'm going. And so I drove down here on a Thursday night, and I kid you not, the best experience I've had driving down is playing Lord of the Rings in my car, the actual movie, <laughs> and you're just driving down, and it's like, dun 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 I'm like, wow, this is actually kind of cool. I need to do this more often, but I don't recommend it to anyone at home. And come down here, um, meet some of the people. I, I don't know anyone. I have family down here, but I don't actually know anyone here at the school. Uh, I met some people, and the student ambassadors did a fantastic job just letting me in, be a part of their life, and I had a great time, actually. Um, one of them who sat next to me the entire time is Josh Nygaard, who is now actually a coworker with me, and it is amazing <laughs> to see how God started relationships before I was even determined if I was even going to come, and I had an amazing time. But still, was like, no, I'm not, I'm not coming here. I'm not coming to Rama. It's just <laughs> there's no way I'm coming to Rama. And um, come back home. And I'm just like, okay, Lord, I know it's, I'm about to graduate high school. I got to make a decision on what I'm going to do next. Like, is it a gap year? Is it performance arts? Is it something else that you want me to do? Now, when my sister found out she was coming to Rama, she had the great experience of actually finding out in Jerusalem at the biggest <laughs> church in Israel. And that's where the Lord says, you're going to Rama. And it was like the holy moment of all time. And that's how she gets to find out. And then there's me in my bed just like, what am I supposed to do? I had no idea. Um, and I never got like an, a, like a great answer. Like it wasn't, you're going, or it wasn't, um, someone spoke to my life. I just, there was something inside of me that I knew I had to come. And it was frustrating because I wasn't like 100% sure if I was supposed to come, but I was like, I got to make a decision. I'm going to go with it. And I can definitely say after making that decision, it was definitely God, 100%, and it was definitely the third best decision of my life. I mean, number one, obviously, because I think Jesus Christ. So it has been an amazing experience since I've been here. Right, man. What was number two? Yeah. Uh, number two <laughs> was, uh, I was actually, I was getting ready to say that. Number two was getting rid of the mullet I had when I was 18, uh, because here was the issue. Everyone loved it, except I only got compliments from people who were much, much older than me, and it was a very, very bad life decision. So uh, in order to operate in life, I definitely had to get rid of that. That, that probably should be number one, because I'm not even sure you can, you can get saved with a mullet. 
Well, somehow, I, well, I got saved when I was two, so I was okay. So don't worry. I'm fine. Amen. Well, you know, even though you made some bad decisions in life, at least you made yeah. some good ones. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Amen. Well, next up in the hot seat, my man, Franklin. Hi, um, my name is Franklin Levin. Um, my Rama story uh, started back in uh, 2009, and I was serving in uh, youth ministry at a at assembly, Assemblies of God Church, and um, I had heard about a um, another local church in the community who had who was starting a Bible school, and um, that uh, the school was called uh, Erie Christian Bible Institute. I was this was in Erie, Pennsylvania, and the church. Um, that was doing the school was um, actually started by a Rama grad. Um, and so I decided to, to go to school there. And um, in, in the process of going to school, I had um, the, a lot of the classes, they, um, our curriculum, we read Kenneth Hagin books. And so I first heard Rama there at the school. I first heard about um, uh, Brother Hagin there at the school. And it was just and the other thing that was kind of interesting about the school is the um, the the pastor of that uh, of the school, um, pastor of the church and head of the school, Pastor Jim Dumont, would actually get um, other Rama pastors in the community to come and teach us. And there was just something about them that um, I saw that there was there was just a difference and um, something that really attracted me. And they would always talk about Rama and um, just what a blessing it was. So a seed was planted then for me to come here, and um, so. Uh, fast forward about uh, 10 years after um, my mom and I, my mom was going through some issues and health wise and I prayed for her one day and, and God, you know, God healed her. And she called me the next day and, and told me that she sensed a, you know, call on my life and uh, asked me to pray about it and uh, and seek God about it. And, um, and and I did. And that next day, I just Rayma just came came up in my spirit again. And I remember calling Christy. Uh, Christy Wicks and, and getting the packet of information and um, and then you know I was going back and forth I was working a corporate job and I um, was like okay God to to leave and and you know I was living in North Carolina to come to Rama uh, and I said I just I need to come out here and see so I came that was July um, July third twenty nineteen to come out for a visit and um, I remember just coming on campus and just feeling and sensing the presence of God in this place and you know i couldn't leave i I just um there was nobody here i would just sit here and just just be here and i was here for a couple of days um and i really really felt a strong um strong sense uh to 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 come here so um you know went back and and uh talked to my boss and resigned from my job and uh said i was coming had no idea what i was going to do um, in terms of just work and everything like that, but I just I really felt a strong leading to come, and um, you know spent the next gave like five weeks notice, which is uh, you know because just a lot of things going on, and you know a few days before I get here, um, before I leave, you know that same job asked me to to stay on and, and would I work part time, so it was really you know God really had provided a way for me to you know to come out here and 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 be here, so. It was a real blessing uh, just coming here and um, and and just being and just sitting under the word of God this amount of time. And really, um, I've just grown in so many, so many incredible ways, met some incredible people um, along the journey. And it's been it's been really awesome. 
Amen. You know, like I said, some of you guys might be listening, and maybe your story is a lot like some of these other people's stories. Maybe you're going through a marital modification, you know, or (laughs) maybe you're going through transition. Or, you know, maybe you're, you're, like I said, like like Franklin here, working a corporate job, you know, and seem to be doing great. But you know what? There's just something more. I tell you what, if you'll just go to your computer, go to rbtc.org, computer device, whatever it might be, you give us your information, your name, your email, and we'll immediately send you a digital packet. And then give us your phone number. We'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call. He referred to Christy Wicks. She's head of our our recruiting. and he'll give you a call, talk to you about Rama, and try to get you here on campus. You know, there's something about being on campus. Franklin tells you know, when he, I mean, July 3rd, that wasn't even, school wasn't even going on. And, you know, but there was just something about campus here, yeah. you know. And so just encourage you to come to campus and, you know, talk more about, about Rama Bible Training College. Just a great place. Whether you feel called to ministry or maybe you're, you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, man, I want to go. RBTC.org. Fill up your information right now. You can fill an application right there online immediately. Amen. I hope these um, these testimonies have, have been a blessing to you to, to hear their Rhema experience. Everyone has their own Rhema experience. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're 17 or you're 52 or you're, you're 28. It doesn't matter how old you are. God has a plan and a purpose for you. And here at Rhema, we're bringing hope, hope help, and healing, and healing to the world. world. God bless you guys. Have a great day. 